0: The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Tool your complete tool centre, proudly WA owned and operated for over forty years. A little on a Saturday night. Yes, hello everyone. Thursday night AFL teams night. It's uh, the last home and away round of two thousand and twenty-two, and it all starts uh, tomorrow night Brisbane against Melbourne. We've got the teams, we've got the ins and outs. We'll focus on the Eagles and the Dockers. Will the Eagles and how will they go? Is Nick Knapp playing? Is Andrew Gaff playing? What are the Dockers going to do in uh, relation to their match against GWS uh, at Manica Oval, A game they need to win and maybe a couple of other results going their way? And will they steal the top four spot? There's so much to discuss. And also there's a few issues bubbling around as well. And Haggers, as he normally does, does his research. Uh, while I give him off Tuesdays and Wednesdays and he comes to the studio on Thursday. With a couple of hot stories as well. Haggers, good afternoon. Yes, good
1: day to you, Peter. And as you've touched on there, the the weekend itself, the matches, uh, even I'm starting off with the sort of the, the very much the reserve grade, North Melbourne versus Gold Coast. <laughs> but even with North Melbourne, in my notes today, I was jotting I think well, North could win that maybe. Now you see their team so haul out. Archer, Stevenson, Zeeble, Curtis, Anderson, Jeez, all so injured.
0: That's, so there's it, some names out there. Start,
1: yeah, you start to have a second thought about that one. But it is a, it's a round of fixtures where I think it'll be a bit awkward to be confident, to be really confident of your tipping for this weekend for round 23. I reckon there's at least six engagements, Pete, with finals make-up, uh, 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 sort of subsequent to it all, uh, and an outcome. So f- six matches, I reckon, w- which will have a say in somewhat, somewhere to do in the final makeup of the top eight. And as you've already touched on, the the one tomorrow night, it, it's it's just a classic. It is a almost a preliminary final type of uh, look about it. Brisbane at home at the Gabba. Brisbane, they've won thirty five of their last thirty seven at the Gabba in home and ways and yet they Melbourne and Brisbane play for a confirmation in the top four. The loser can finish as low as sixth. Mm. So without going through all the the matches as yet, as we will do as we talk about it, but then, of course, Fremantle's big game, that is just... It's become such a, a, a critical match to them, and we've talked almost weekly now for the last three or four weeks how critical it is for Fremantle to win to stay in the race for the top four, but even if they do win, they're no guarantee to finish top four. If they win... And other results go the way that, you know, I suspect they will. And looking at them, of course, there can be upsets. There can be uh, unexpected developments. And and that often happens in the like rounds of like 22, 23, mm. same as we say in round one every year. Okay. But I, I, I think Fremantle can win. It's not going to be a simple task because of the players that are missing from Fremantle's forward line. They're so critical to how Fremantle can play at their best. So when lobs. There and Tabernas there and their targets. They can play quick and long. Whether they have great games or not, those two boys they're so so flaky, aren't they? But them not playing Nathan Fife back in yes. is a huge it's a huge
0: Lo- development. Yeah, together with Lloyd Meek, they're back in,
1: and I reckon Lloyd Meek Lloyd Meek is there. And we've been saying it for a couple of weeks, several weeks now, Peter. Lloyd Meek in there to do ruck work from the bench when Darcy might go forward off the ball, or even Darcy to the bench to freshen up. I think Lloyd Meek is there because they have no Rory Lobb now. And I reckon they're going to have to avoid using Griffin Logue as that backup Ruckman, even though he's done it too badly. I don't think he'll be too critical of him. But I think they have to use Griffin Logue as a key forward to stay there. And he's even got a bit of an injury niggle. He's got a groin problem, Peter, and he's had to get through the week. He's had a light week. He's gotten on the plane this morning. So Griffin Logue to play uh, as a key forward, probably high forward. I reckon high, he'd play the, more the that tab role to get up the ground a bit. But I'm convinced Nathan Fife will play pretty much, well, I reckon probably the whole game just about as full forward to get through this game, to give them that long target that they can play. And then they're playing with what's their preferred systems and structures because I don't reckon another move that you could have considered with no lob, no Taberna, five coming back. If you wanted to use Logue as that pinch-hitting Ruckman as well, you could have thrown Brennan Cox forward. Mm. And I don't reckon they want to break that back six or back seven, really, but particularly their preferred back six at all, Cox, to stay in defence.
0: Okay, let's go to the open line. You can join us anytime on the temperate bedshed text line. A lot of people do, 0487. Seven three six seven three six in the Scarborough Toyota open line 13-12-55. Roy has rung that line. Roy, how are you going?
1: G'day, Pete. G'day, Hags. How are we guys?
0: Good, thanks, Roy. Far away.
1: Now, uh, just, uh, just a couple of questions. Um, speaking uh, on footy classified last night, Caroline Wilson mentioned that there's going to be four field umpires. Just wanted to get your views on that for next year. Um, and um, out of the out of the teams that are finished about tenth to about eighteenth, who do you reckon next year is going to come up and go? Hey, we're an actual we're actual contenders next
0: year. Mm. Okay, Roy, we'll have a look
1: at that. Thanks for the call. Just yeah. just let me query with you, Roy. Well, yeah. So of that bottom eight, you're saying, so from tenth down to eighteenth, so eight yeah. on nine. Can I, when you say contend, you mean can come up and actually contend for the flag, or? Um, I, I, I more think, um, they can get into about maybe the five to eight. Okay. Okay. So it's not. Tape, tape the team, Yeah. The Thanks a lot. My, my, my interpretation. When you're talking about cont- me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because l- let's also break a few bits and pieces here, Peter, right now. Also relating to that. I, I absolutely convinced that Alistair Clarkson's going to coach Essendon. You're convinced? Absolutely
0: convinced. He was saying today, because they, again, TV crews got him, that he's embarrassed by all the speculation around him, <laughs> well, whether it be North Melbourne or Essendon. So you're totally convinced you will Coach Essendon? Absolutely convinced. It is a matter of now just that that the revised board
1: they had to get rid of the president, Russia. He was so supportive of Ben Rutten. Mm. Ben Rutten had to go. The players, the, the review was scathing from players on Ben Rutten, had to go, uh, not enjoying working with him, not feeling, you know, getting tactically outstripped game after game, had to go. That's taken place. The board was a bit divided on how they should handle it. It was going to look pretty ugly. The deciding vote seemed to come from Kevin Sheedy. Once that was laid down, Clarkson was ready to pounce, or they were ready to pounce on Clarkson and say, right, we're making the moves, we're clearing the decks, This is now available to you. I'm convinced if it's not announced tomorrow, it's early next week that Alistair Clarkson coaches Essendon, even to the extent where players on the market are sitting back, waiting to see where Alistair Clarkson goes, that then they will endeavor to go there with him. Mm -hmm. Cameron Zerhar, we've monitored and followed that closely. Cameron Zerhar was going to stay at North Melbourne if Alistair Clarkson was going to go to North Melbourne. He now want, is preparing to want to go to Essendon, ask for a trade to Essendon because he wants to go with Clarkson. So Alistair Clarkson is actually moving, as I understand it, with his management jockeying to set himself up to take Essendon. Tim Taranto, who's been talking to Essendon, another one who wants to bolt to Essendon now because the, the feeling is very much through those inner circles, Peter, that Alistair Clarkson will coach. So you
0: are convinced?
1: Co- I'm convinced. Now um, we're a long way from it, exactly. And, and I reckon and things do
0: change, but at this stage, as you sit here on a Thursday afternoon, you're convinced. Well, let me throw out something else
1: that supports my beliefs. And we've been hot on this one for a long time, relating to uh, Blake Acres. Yeah, Blake Acres will move. He will leave Fremantle. His Fremantle offer has to be rejected. It is. It is so unacceptable. He's been waiting for a handful of weeks now to see where Alistair Clarkson went as well. He was ready to take a, a three to four year deal at North Melbourne. And now that's not going to take place because he is of the understanding that Alistair Clarkson is now not going to North Melbourne. So even a Blake Acres and his management are aware of what's going on, or what, what seems to be going on with Alistair Clarkson jockeying to get into Essendon. Blake Acres now looks more likely to take a deal elsewhere. There's several deals on offer, three and some of four years for, Al- for Blake Acres to leave Fremantle and he could well be going to Carlton now they've jumped into the front of the race for Blake Acres, because but because Alistair Clarkson's taking other players to Essen and with him if he can pull mm. all these deals off the so big, the there's big... a lot happening behind the scenes and the other one too before we forget because sometimes I'm driving home think ah oh, I forgot we didn't throw up that Griffin Logue is also now almost absolutely certain to leave Fremantle because of the deals he's getting offered out of Melbourne, Melbourne town, not Melbourne team, but the Melbourne town in, in Victoria uh, is is chasing Griffin Logue because of the seasons he's had and also uh, the versatility he's showing. He, he's on the market and looking very likely to leave. Again, his offer from Fremantle is is not enough for him to accept a big drop in pay and time of the deal is a big thing relating to Griffin Logan Blake Akers to leave Fremantle. Okay. And we already
0: know that Rory Lobb is leaving. Interesting. Okay. Uh, just on the text here, I heard Lisa from Ellenbrook talking to Scotty and Goss this morning, Haggers. And she told them the only reason she listens to SENWA is because of Kim Hagdorn. There you go. There's Lees. There's your supporter. Uh, the other thing that I, I, do, I, just, I do, at least Lees is wonderful, but uh, I hope there are a few more. Haggers, <laughs> the offer from Fremantle for Acres is unacceptable. He looks more likely to take a deal elsewhere. That's, of course, uh, what Haggers has mentioned here. It's just flicking around the uh, SMSs at the moment, the text line, the temporary bedshare text line. We'll come to that in a moment. 0487 736 736. We've got some more calls coming through. Haggers, let's talk Talk about the umpires. Now, when we were first investing our support and passion for the great game of Aussie Rules football, and it was the days of Ray Montgomery and Ross Capes. Mike Ball. uh, Mike Ball. There was one umpire.
1: Yeah. And next year,
0: we could see four. Now, it was brought up on Footy Classified uh, last night. Caroline Wilson, the age writer, says the number of field umpires will rise from three to four next season, with the league having a long-term view of having Five to six field umpires per game. What the hell's going on here? Um, the first
1: thing I say there, and want to be accepted by everybody, just in case I say something that's not acceptable here. I think part of this is to get more women into umpiring men's footy and and certainly the AFL. Mm-hmm. So because the AFL are also talking about growing their their total number of umpires list from thirty four to forty two that's opening up pathways for more girls to get into umpiring and if they do away, see the other thing here and i don't think it's been mentioned there'll be things that they they will do away with here they'll do away with the bounce so that girls don't have to bounce and anyone who's a bit reluctant about having to bounce the ball, even some of the blokes, yeah, that can't bounce the ball that well. And I reckon it's been a, a very evident this year. There's a lot of them that can't. It's, it's been really very poor in the second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's one thing. If they want four umpires, it's to get some girls out there as well. And if they're going to go to five and six, I can, I'm absolutely convinced there, Peter. It's to do away with boundary umpires, mm-hmm. and have the last touch wow. only like happens in the sandful, and what just is is all it's, it's one step short of it. Now the amount of uh, insufficient intent to keep the ball in play. And those of us that, as you say, Peter go back 20, 30, 45, 50, even more than 50 years, unfortunately, in some ways, when we can remember when you could kick the ball deliberately out of bounds to, yeah. to n- now insufficient attempt. Some of them are just mistakes. They're a poor kick. It bounces the wrong way because of the type of ball that we play the game with. This is a move to get girls umpiring at the highest level and also eventually do away with field umpires so they can,
0: uh, boundary umpires, so they can bring in the last touch. The game will be unrecognisable for those people that certainly have followed it for a few generations. Stuart joins us on the uh, uh, bed shed, or in fact on the Scarborough Toyota Open line. He's given us a call on 13 12 55. Stuart, thanks for your call. Uh,
1: no worries, Pete. G'day, Pete and Haggins. Um, I reckon there'll be a few sides. Looking over their shoulders now, the Richmonds in, apparently embanked in themselves in the final series. I of course. truly believe that. I think Miles Rioli Junior is going to have an absolute blinder of a final series. He's fantastic to watch. And I just of those seventeen games that we lost, and we should have won, that that we should have won. Even if we had a half of those seventeen of those losses, we would be heavily entrenched in that top four. And I think Dimmers actually fix that and work that one out and tell us the players. And I truly believe that if we get over the first elimination final, we're going to do a lot of damage in that final system. Mm. and to those that... Sorry? No, no. Well, I, I, think, I, I think you're right. Yeah, and, I and think was, you're right. I certainly sort of made that, you know, I've jotted down a few notes when we saw them last weekend. They, The way they play, it, it's it's back to how they were just so prominent in 2017, 18, 19, 20, even though they didn't win at 18... They were still, the, for mine, the best team in it. They made a bad mistake in playing Mason Dustin Cox. In, beat him in one game and and played Dustin Martin injured. Yeah, but so I, I Stuart, I, I'm with you. I reckon they're just. It just looked so much like the old uh, Richmond when when we feared them, but they've added to that a little bit. I, I think Tom Lynch now is the target. And, and Stuart, I don't know if you agree, but the last three or four or five weeks, and and for a lot of the season, but the last few weeks, as the best sides have refined themselves towards the finals, the big. Important issue to me has been they're gonna have to have the big power forward to finish their game. This is where I think Richmond have actually added because Rewalt wasn't the power forward like a Tom Lynch uh, in his prime, uh, and they've they used Ruckman down there, but also they're, they're crumbing forwards. I mean, Castagna can't get a game now because of the no. likes of Bolton, and the other one is uh, uh, the new young Bella, young fellow, Cumberland. They, they, they've added, I reckon, Richmond. So, but if they did. So they're going to finish seventh. I don't think they can even move, can they? Uh, Because Fremantle, Collingwood, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney are all contending for those last couple of spots in the top four and then who finishes fifth or sixth. If you do finish sixth, even though it's here at the stadium and it's Richmond, you'd be pretty worried. Yeah,
0: about. okay. We've got so much to get through, Hags. We had a break at a quarter past five. Dave of Greenmount's given us a call. Dave, just hang on, mate. We'll come to you straight after the break. And those people giving us uh, a text on the temperate bedch text line, will acknowledge yours as well. Keep them coming. 0487 736 736.